Welcome to the Candid Christian Podcast, a weekly conversation where we candidly explore the areas of life that Christians often shy away from. No topic is off limits because I believe that God has something to say about every area of our lives. All right, that's enough talking. I'm your host, Kamara Dorsey. Let's jump right into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Candid Christian. I am excited, y'all. I'm excited today for my very special guests on the podcast today. My friends, you know, they've been, y'all, they've been holding me down. Jesus, they've been holding me down, y'all. Ryan and Tone Kirkland, welcome to the, welcome to the pod. This is my clap, my clap. Hi. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting us. Yes, thank you for the invitation. (laughs) Yes. Um, So if you love (laughs) Kamara. So if y'all just want to go ahead and introduce yourselves, tell the people what you all do in this earth. I am Lauren Kirkland, but most people know me as Tone. And go ahead, my beautiful wife. Go that's ahead. that's all you're gonna say? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I have a beautiful wife and four kids. And <clears throat> with his wife. Yeah, with four kids with my wife. <laughs> um We've been married for 11 years, right? Yes. Okay, we've been married for 11 years. And it'll be 12 in, in a couple months, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. See, I'm on good, good track so far. And um, yes, we are in ministry. And we do a whole bunch of stuff, I guess. I don't know. You probably have a better intro than I do, babe. Go ahead. He's an AV director currently as his profession. There we go. Um, he's also an ordained elder. Yes. Okay, so yes, Uh, my name is Ryan Kirkland. I am the wife of Tone Kirkland and the mother Mm -hmm. of four children with him. Um, I am currently a stay-at-home mom by profession and choice and the grace of God. (laughs) Um, I'm also an ordained elder. Um, Yeah, we've been in ministry for quite some time together. We do have opportunities to minister together occasionally, um, but not often as of lately. So we appreciate this. So I'm looking forward to it. Exciting, exciting. So, hey, well, Kamara, I didn't even... Kamara, if, if y'all hear some kids, you know, we have a couple <laughs> kids running around in the background. Yeah. Two to four. Two are on vacation from us. <laughs> Just want to let you know. Yeah, they got <laughs> Look, if you hear kids crying, look, don't think about it, y'all. They're parents. They're parents. You know? We're not neglecting them either. <laughs> yep. So I didn't even intro the topic. We're going to be talking about dating and marriage today. And y'all, they have a wealth of wisdom. They, they're going to get us straight. They're going to get us right. They're going to put us, they're going to put us, put us in the right mindset. They know some yeah. stuff. Don't look like that. Y'all know some stuff. Y'all have wisdom from the <laughs> Lord. So I'm excited. But I think to start us off, we need a little brief introduction of how you all met. How did you all brief meet? introduction? Brief, man of God, brief, <clears throat> brief, <laughs> man of God. I know. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be quick. So I'm also a musician and I've been a professional musician for a long time. And there's this church here that did the house Sweet to sound competition. And we won like a regional thing. And we got invited to the Kennedy center. Is it, it's in DC, right? Yes. All right. And while our choir was there, my friend had a friend that he was talking to, <laughs> and she brought her friend, which happened to be my wife. Yes. I met her, <clears throat> you know, 
brief. Yeah, it was it was it was a quick quick brief introduction, but then later on it was like, oh yo, they trying to go out to eat. So it was like, okay, cool. But then our ride left early. I was like, you serious? So, but later on, because I live with my boy, he came in my room. He was like, yo, bro, old girl sent her number to you, man. I'm like, what? Right. Like, so I won't even try. That's great. No, no, but she 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 sent her number. And that is how it all began. So that's his his interpretation. Is it a lie? It's <laughs> truth from your perspective. Okay? okay. So from my perspective, everything that he said at the Kennedy Center is accurate. However, after we got back, I received a message from his roommate Ooh. via Facebook Ooh. saying, Hey, uh, Tone wants your number. <laughs> And I was like, okay, you can give him my number, but let him know I'm not interested in dating. I'm focusing on God. We can just be friends. And that's it. He told me nothing. Lo and behold, he walks in the room and was like, Ayo, she just sent her number. <laughs> I'm like, what? And we didn't find out we were a part of this ruse until we had been dating for a month. But, you know, it worked out. So it's okay. I'm glad he did it. He ain't told me none of that, but I'm glad he did it. Yeah. So you got tricked. Praise God. No. Tricked. Tricked into tricked purpose. Tricked into marriage. Hey. Oh, that, tricked into purpose. That's better. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Praise God. I don't want to be tricked into purpose. I want to walk in it. Well, I love that. You know, I'm glad you all together because it's yeah, me too. It's amazing. So we're going to just jump it off and start talking about dating because y'all got the information and the people need to know. So my nah. very first question is. In you all's perspective, because y'all got the mm-hmm. Bible knowledge, what does the Bible that, say about dating? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. So I, I actually agree. Like the Bible doesn't specifically say anything about dating. Dating is not, <coughs> you won't find the word dating or courtship in the Bible. You will find principles and guidelines that you can apply to a dating relationship or <laughs> courtship, but to specifically find something about the dating in the bible you won't find you yeah. so that's yeah. the short answer it's yeah. it's it's not in the bible I'm, that doesn't mean it's wrong no i don't think it is i just wanted people to you know just to know yeah you know, some people have that question they're like well what does the bible say and i'm like well yeah so so there are principles that you can glean from um oh, what was what's the scripture um that talks about brotherly affection mm-hmm. so you know I, i'll find it in a second Um, but you know, just being mindful of your Christian walk in any relationship, I think is applicable and wise to apply that to dating. So, yeah. Good answer. Great answer. I loved it. Okay. Um, so moving forward, since we see that, okay, the Bible really just has principles. It doesn't really have like, here's how to date in first Mm -hmm. Thessalonians. I don't know. Um, so (laughs) first date Thessalonians. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's no kind of like book of the Bible that talks about romantic relationships or dating. So kind of in light of that. Well, how, well, well, oh, well, Song of Solomon, but, but. So there's a difference between the Bible talking about romantic relationships and the Bible talking about dating because okay. there are marriages all throughout the Bible. That's true. And, you know, those are romantic relationships. And then, you know, Song of Solomon is. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's important to to put things in its historical context. Yeah. What we think, what we think about like romantic relationship, I see even like more of a medieval kind of thing. It's like, I'm not saying there wasn't romance per or se, love. but there definitely wasn't like a precursor 
to marriage. Like, yeah, it was arranged. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. more so arranged. It was for um, maybe advantage or a lot of these different things. But the Bible does speak about marriage and relationship differently than pretty much anywhere else in the culture at that time. So it was revolutionary, but especially for how, you know, you're supposed to love your wife, how you're supposed to treat your husband, the, the, the um, difficulties of having an angry wife, you know, like you better just go sit on a, Mm -hmm. sit on the corner of a roof. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it speaks about what the, uh, what goes on in the relationship and teaches you, not specifically like, you know, take her out on six, you know, dates every month because you can't you hold know. hands until you're engaged. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. Yeah. But it, it gives you practicality and wants you to reflect love like God reflects love. Mm. Mm. That's good. Praise God. Reflects love. God That's reflects good. love. I guess that is a little weird, but you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it makes, it makes perfect sense. And so even in light of you all saying that, so how can someone prepare themselves to date? Hmm. So I saw this question and I was like, okay, because there are some things that you won't really know you're prepared for until you actually um, experience it. Right. Um, This isn't one of those go out and try everything in the world so that you'll have experience, then come back to Christ. That's not what this is. Um, So but to answer the question, I think being clear on what your expectations are being clear on what your boundaries are, being clear on what your strengths and your weaknesses are before you start dating someone Mm -hmm. will help you to be more successful in dating in a way that pleases God. That makes sense. If you know that you have a, a, a issue with, um, lust, right. Then you need very clear boundaries around physical contact and around being alone with whoever you're dating because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you could fall to temptation. And nine times out of 10, you know what your your struggles are. You know what your weak points are. Um, so I think just being mindful of those and then also setting up honest accountability because I think we have accountability and then we have honest accountability, Mm -hmm. right? We have the, okay, you know, I'm going out with such and such, you know, we'll be back at eight o'clock. Boom. And as opposed to I'm going over such and such's house and nobody else is there. So you come with me, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You don't necessarily have to go as far as like the Duggars where you have like a, a chaperone on your dates. Although, you know, it's not harmful. Right, it's it's a good safeguard. It's a reality my daughter gonna have to deal you know, with. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, pray for us, saints. Um, you know, some may think it's extreme, but if you know that that's what you need to keep you out of, you know, out of the fire, then you do what you got to do. Yeah, I think one way, like my daughter can prepare to date, oh, is by living the thirty six, because then that's when she'll be ready to date. I'm just playing. Um, both of my daughters. But anyway, um, Mm-mm. I agree with everything she said. And um, one, one of the biggest things as far as preparation um, is look at, look at examples um, and see what you like. It's interesting. Um, I think one thing to keep in mind, we're often growing. We're often changing. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of times people 
are in a stage in their life, they may be 17, 18, and they think this is exactly how it's going to be mm-hmm. forever and always. Sometimes circumstances will have you get used to some stuff that you may not be used to. Maybe at the crib growing up, you ate, I don't know, gourmet sandwiches all the time. But then you went to college and you was on the good old ramen noodles, you know, and, you know, <laughs> you discovered that you had a different palate. Um, what, what am I saying? Circumstances might change things in you. You may be able to put up with things later on in life that you may not have been able to put up with in your current context. And you mean your tolerance may change like yeah, your patience level, tolerance, patience level. Yeah. Okay. All, all of those you. different things. Um, because, um, once you do start doing anything with somebody else, and it always depends on level. You'll find out how selfish you are. Period. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. you 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 will need to change in order for this stuff to work. Um, but so it's 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 just keeping that in mind as you're preparing yourself. So have good general examples of not only things you would like to see, but like, okay, am I okay with conflict resolution? You know, how do I go about this stuff? Do I communicate well? Do I communicate well? Absolutely. You see, I am I'm more loquacious than I am a great communicator. You see, my wife just clarified. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is what I need in my life. You know what I'm saying? But I recognize that weakness in me. So mm-hmm. she helps me in that. So if you recognize your weakness, sometimes I can help you prepare for some of the things you may know somebody needs to have the grace for if they're with you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and I think one more thing to consider when you are considering someone to date as Christians, I would like to think that we date to marry, right? We're not just out here, you know, dating in these streets, but with dating to marry, you want to look at both sides. How do I add to this person's life and how do they add to mine? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's one-sided. You're either such a given person, you only look at how you can contribute to them or you're such a selfish person, you only look at how they can contribute to you. So I think it's good to have a healthy balance. I'm sorry, I would clear my throat all the time. I don't know how people go along without clearing my throat. About without clearing your throat? Their throat. <laughs> Come right. here, Tony, let me clear your throat. Just cut that out. I love those answers only because I was then I was as y'all were talking, I started thinking, OK, well, how can somebody know they're ready to start dating? But then it's kind of like, Ryan, you kind of touched upon it was where it's just like some things you don't know you're ready for until you're. in. Yeah. And then it's kind of just like just making sure, you know, your weaknesses, your strengths and yeah, where do you fall short and where could you have someone who has the grace to deal with what you don't have tolerance for maybe in that moment or in that season, you know, something along those lines. So I think that really. So if, if you want to know if you're ready to start dating, really, you should be looking at what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Not really, oh, am I ready to have a, a boo more so? Exactly. And and then I think also with that, it can be good to have an outside perspective, preferably from someone that's wiser than you, mm-hmm. not a peer, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they can tell you, okay, do you feel that I'm mature enough to handle a romantic relationship? Because oftentimes we feel like, oh, yes, I'm ready because I just I just want to love someone. I have so much love to give. Mm. Meanwhile, you know, we're not mature enough to wow. handle everything that comes with managing your own feelings and handling someone else's. Absolutely. And I, I think 
one of the things to consider though is uh, if we were talking about weaknesses and stuff um i think it was mike tyson who said everybody got a plan until they get punched you know so you may not know all your weaknesses True. until True. you get in that situation and at that point to be honest with you especially if we're talking about this in a godly context your 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 relationship with God has to be for, first and foremost. Because yeah. mm. the Holy Spirit, when it says he'll lead and guide you into all truth, um, like this is situationally. This is a stuff that not is not necessarily printed in the Bible pages, but <clears throat> how you gonna live your life, how you gonna do these things, how will you have the strength to overcome those moments of weakness? You didn't even know mm-hmm. you was about to deal with this. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. one of the uh, Concerning all of those things, the best thing you can do is just have a solid relationship with the Lord. Facts. His word. That's that on that. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't nothing else to say to that. Okay, so you, Ryan, you touched on it a little bit about like dating intentionally. And um, Mm -hmm. basically as Christians, when you're dating, you should have the mindset of, I'm about to get married. So what do you kind of say to people who are like, well, I'm a Christian, but I'm just dating around. Like what what are y'all what are y'all thoughts and feelings about that? Hmm. Why are you wasting time? Like, why are you wasting your time and why are you wasting their time? And mm-hmm. why are you putting yourself in compromising, potentially compromising in dangerous situations unnecessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're just dating around, that means you're having mm-hmm. intimate moments, you're sharing time and space with people, mm-hmm. you're sharing conversation. And if you've not considered that you're ready for a commitment and you're a Christian and you're just out here, you know, allowing your heart to get tied up with all of these different people, that's then ties you have to go back and untie, right? And people always say, you know, I fell in love, right? Because it seems to happen quickly, but you don't ever hear anyone say, I fell. Well, you do hear people say, I fell out of love. But it typically doesn't happen as quickly as it does when you fall into love, right? It, it just kind of um, evolves when you're dating and you, you, oh, wait, I really like him. Oh, I really like her. You know, oh, she did this or he did this. But when it comes time to go your separate ways, there are all these things that you then have to undo which takes a lot more intentionality. It takes a lot more effort, possibly a lot more tears and a lot more going to God. God, can you undo this? Mm. Can you help me to break away from this? Can you help me to deal with these feelings? So if you, if you're just out here, you know, spending time everywhere, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to say, if you're out here, just, you know, yeah. Going out with, Frank on Tuesday and Mark on Thursday and Ethan on Sunday. Like that's Frank, Martha and Ethan's feelings too. Mm, so yeah. sorry, Frank, Martha and Ethan, Mark. And Ethan. I know, right. <laughs> well, I, you disagree? N- no, I don't. Oh, you was out here dating in these streets, huh? Um, no, nah, I wasn't actually. That's, I mean, I, I went on dates, but I wasn't like, you know, I had a whole bunch of options. I think my only I didn't think about it deeply enough. So what you were saying was good. Um, But. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to date intentionally as far as marriage, that that is just 
all of a sudden you see the person and it's like marriage. No, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing. You can have a friendship with someone and from a friendship determine, okay, this is someone that I would like to date in order to see or, you know, if you want to put it in um, Duggar terms, court, Mm -hmm. in order to see if this is what the Lord has for me or okay. spouse. Okay. It's I not like you it. just walked up to this random person. Okay. I like your shoes. So I'm going to date you to marry you. No, you don't know them, but okay. Can we get to know each other? Can we be friends? Okay. That's, that's, that's good. Cause I think it's easy, really, really, really easy to be caught up in the pressures of culture. And it's like, okay, you know, just dates here, dates there. Um, yeah. And, well, okay. Well, question real quick while we're here, because like I'm, you know, I don't have all the answers. I barely have any. So I'm gonna ask you all this: Is it wrong? Because I think there there are two different things when we talk about dating. Dating as far as a relationship, and dating as in just going out with somebody, like to dinner or um, the movie or an event or something like, like that. Like one to one or group. One to one. Hmm. So here's a question. And all of this is just more, you know, confirmation for, you know, Kennedy and Corey. Oh, gosh. My daughters. They ain't dating. <laughs> Guys, they we do dating. have two other children. <laughs> they just happen to be. They ain't going to date until they're 36. You know, but anyway, um, is it wrong to do that? Like just to go out one on one, one on one, one, whatever. One to one. One to one. Yeah. Is that is that is that wrong to do that? I mean. Right and wrong is so staunch, right? Mm-hmm. I think you have to know yourself. You have to trust that the other person knows themselves and then determine, is it wise for me to go out mm-hmm. on a one-on-one date with you? Or is it better that we do this in a group setting? Because I like the way you're looking. And I know I struggle a little bit with looking at how, how you're looking. You know okay. what I mean? But see, in that case, what if that don't work out, then you do it again. And then that is like, uh, then you do it again. Would not be dating around. I don't know if I would necessarily qualify that. As, what do you mean? You that don't work out and you do it again? It was like okay, like you went out on one date. Yeah, it's like eh, that ain't for me. So I think just the idea of okay, I'm gonna go out and hang out with this person today, and then I'm gonna go out and hang with this different person next week, and then I'm gonna go out and hang with another person the week after that. It's just, it just feels risky to me, mm. right? Because while you're hanging, again, while you're hanging out with all these people, you could be catching feelings for one or more. Mm-hmm. One or more could be catching feelings. There are so many new and exciting things happening over here with the Candid Christian Podcast. And one of them is merch. Yes, I decided to create a merch store because people were asking about hats, hoodies, shirts, stickers, all that jazz. And so I thought, why not? It's about high time that I created a merch store for the people. So you can go over to CandidChristianStore.com and check out all the merch. And there will be exclusive designs that will be available one week and then the next week they'll be gone. So it's best that you get it while it's hot, get it while it's available so that you can rep the brand and show more people all about what's going on with the Candid Christian and the conversations that we're having as a fam. So I'm super excited. Once again, it's CandidChristianStore.com. Check it out. Share it. All right. Back to the episode.
you could be catching feelings for one or more. Mm-hmm. One or more could be catching feelings for you. Mm-hmm. And then you got to deal with all these feelings. Yeah, so I think the wise thing to do would be like, okay, I'm going to hang out. If I'm going to hang out with somebody, I'm going to hang out with just, you know, a person at a time. Like, give, give yourself some room to yeah. breathe. A person at a time. Oh, so I, I, I ain't going to take, you see, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking over your pocket. So let me, I think what's difficult is when you say Sorry, dating intentionally um, and you're looking at marriage, mm-hmm. um, it it does something about the pressure of this relationship. But you did say to start about yeah, I don't t- think, friends, you know. Yeah, because I don't think it puts any extra pressure on a relationship if you're being intentional. I think it actually takes some of the 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 risk away right oh, okay but it's because it's always a risk that it won't work out absolutely absolutely okay. but if i know that i'm coming into this with the intention to see this as a long-term thing and you're doing the same then we have less of a risk for one of the or the other to just be flippant with feelings with being physical mm-hmm. with the words that we say so this and is I think, full Duggar territory. This, 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 that's no, where I feel like we no, are now. I don't, I don't, okay. think, I don't think it's full on Duggar, Duggar territory either, even though, again, I mean, it's a little staunch, but I don't, I don't think them. it's that far. Gotcha. So I'll use us, for instance, right? Before we met, I had decided I don't have time to waste because I had dated in the past and, you know, obviously all those ended up in breakups, mm-hmm. right? And... I was at a point where I'm like, okay, God, if I say I want to be married, I'm going to stop just, you know, dating anybody. Not that I was, but I'm going to start dating intentional. And for me, that started with listening to God. So anybody that expressed interest, anybody that I thought I might be interested in, I would literally sincerely pray about it and be open to listen to what God had to say. And without fail, within a week, God either gave me a dream Mm-hmm. or an unction or a feeling no this ain't it like i literally had a dream that one guy that i was like oh he's really handsome and he asked me out god can i go i had a dream he tried to kill me mm-hmm. okay. so i was like okay god like my dreams would be extreme like that yeah. right so i probably shouldn't go out with him so okay god i'll wait <laughs> oh, okay so well then this is for you too Kamara. like at what point then do you only date when you say I'm ready for marriage? So what's the point of dating? I think you just have to look at what you want out of life. Like, mm-hmm. am I up? If I'm not ready for marriage, why am I going out on a date? Is it just to be in the company of the opposite sex because I'm, you know, lusty and I want to be filling <laughs> up on somebody? Is it because I need attention from the opposite sex to fill a void that I, you know, I have going on in my life? I think you have to look at why you want to date. Because if you dig and it's not for marriage, you may find, okay, you're trying to use dating to fill a place that God Mm -hmm. needs to fill. Mm, that's that's good. Good. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm sorry, Kamara. No, guys, this really is Kamara's podcast. (laughs) I had had to learn something real quick because, you know. I love the open conversation. You know, that's what I'm here for. So I love it because even just, yeah, I, I think it is interesting, Ryan, what you said about like really digging deep and figuring out, okay, why am I really doing this? Because I think mm-hmm. some people just enjoy the company of other people, but mm-hmm. they use dating as that avenue versus just saying, I'm just going to go out and try to meet friends. Yeah. Instead of yeah. making everything 
like exclusive and be like, oh, we're yeah. dating or we're, we're we're like romantic partners instead of just saying we're actually just friends because I enjoy being around people. But then even with enjoying the company of other people, I think there's still room and space to look at, okay, why do I feel like I need the company of other people? Mm. And can I enjoy the company of the same sex? Or does it have to be the opposite sex? Mm. I think that's something to consider also. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm curious to know. I, like y'all, I, don't know. I don't know how y'all going to feel about this one. Y'all might disagree. But okay. okay. In the world of dating, mm-hmm. who should make the first move? The man or the woman? Or does this even matter? <laughs> well, I think. Honestly, personally, I don't think it really matters. Um, If you, you know, listen to our stories, we both made the first move when in actuality, neither one of us made a move. Um, We just kind (laughs) of... That's that's a good point. Ended up on the phone talking one day. Um, Sure, you're going to have people say, no, the male should make the first move because he's the head and he's the leader. He that findeth a wife. Yeah, he that findeth a wife. You know, you can't be found if you chasing after him. So, yeah, all right. But there's a difference between being thirsty and chasing down men and just saying, hey, you know, I'd like to get to know you better. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's true. That's right. See? Um, See? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i agree i that that notion that a man well let, let me let me let me make this clear though i do think there's something and this is how you know when you're ready well not how you know when you're ready but when you are ready as a man then you can be a lot more intentional in your pursuit yeah so then um you know it's not like um, you're waiting for somebody to find you, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, go out and find, go out and find your woman. Open your you eyes. O- o- open your eyes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead on the search. But I do think it's good to be intentional as a man, because that really plays out in a lot of, in, in every step of your relationship, your mm-hmm. intentionality as you lead, like, all right, look, I'm trying to be with you. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this. There is, I think a difference between the initial, hey, I would like to get to know you better, and then the steps following, like he said, like, I'm not about to propose to no man, and I'm not about to encourage anybody else. You better not to be propose. proposing to no Well, I mean, obviously, but... <laughs> <laughs> I already hey, did that. Will you marry me? But I, I, and not to say that it's anything wrong. I think we have to get a not away from but i think we have to just be mindful of right and wrong mm-hmm, yeah. it's just what suits you i do think though that taking that step and asking for a covenant relationship in that way as a female in some ways robs that man of that opportunity to make that decision and to lead in that way and then like he said what are you setting yourself up for then in your marriage you know, and some some people may feel like it's not that deep, but I do think you have to be mindful. If that man wants to marry you, he will ask you, will you marry me? And this isn't to say that anybody who's, you know, in a Done relationship yeah. or married where that has happened, that is just, you know, means doom and gloom. 
Because there are some men that just like, oh, man, you know, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And, you know, you, you just this is where the Holy Spirit comes into play. You know, okay. what the Holy yeah, Spirit stories. says Absolutely. and what the Bible says trumps everything that we say out of our own opinions. Mm-hmm. So. Tongue, you said, you said something about intentionality. And I wanted to, to try to just veer off the track a little bit and just ask about... In, in my experience and just some of the friends that I have, we've noticed that a lot of Christian men in like the realm of dating, they are like not intentional. They like mm. will like make subliminal passes, but won't be like, hey, I, I want to talk to you. It'll be like, I'm like incessantly liking all your posts or I'm like, ha 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 and all your like funny posts. But like, it's <laughs> never, not never. I'll just say like most times, like um, a lot of Christian women are noticing that there's like, not intentionality and there's not like a lot of men stepping out and saying hey i want to see what it would be like if we Mm -hmm. went on a date like do you want coffee you know different things like that Mm -hmm. to be honest i think it a lot of it has to do with culture number one and then misunderstandings even about the bible number two um i think um let's let's start with culture In, in the culture and I, I think it's, it's married with the second point, but in, in the culture, we do have, and that's kind of why I was struggling a little bit with um, the question as far as um, dating is concerned. Um, everybody dates. Everybody goes. It's it's. There's no it's thought common. to it. It's, it's just very, very extremely common. Um, just, yeah, so when, when there's no intentionality in it, you do end up in a lot of different situations. Um, so. I think there's a lot of Christian men, young men who who just kind of struggle with that and and the lust thing and all of that and um is like is it okay to ask a woman this? Is it mm-hmm. or am am I really ready? Like there's I don't know, there's a full gamut. I this is a question that I thought I had the perfect answer to until I met some people who are like 18 to 25 and it's like what are y'all dealing with? Like that I didn't deal with. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like it's there's there's a lot of expectations in the culture, and maybe they're insecure insecure mm-hmm. about different things. Maybe they're a lot of people saying like, well, you know, we have these um we have these these masculine roles, these feminine roles, and you know, I shouldn't have to do all the work all the time. I've had that full out conversation. Like I shouldn't have to do that. You know, if a woman like me come up to me, yeah. So I give a hint. Maybe she should. Maybe I shouldn't have to pursue her. Maybe she should pursue me. Um, there are people who's like, well, um, they only do they dirt on the sly. You know, other than that, when it comes to dating, it's like. I'm not ready in person, but if I'm trying to do something on the sly, I'll be direct about that. That's where the whole DM thing comes. I'm telling you that I can go on with about five, eight different answers. There's, I thought there was like one, maybe two answers with this. So I, I think when it comes to intentionality, a lot of times you're not really intentional until you're like more confident in who you are. Mm-hmm. So usually the more confident somebody is um, and not, not not like a false confidence, but I guess it just depends. The more confident they are, the more intentional they are, just period. Mm-hmm. So we, we, there's 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 a lot of things dealing with identity. Um, I remember somebody else said this same thing that you asked me. And I'm like, they just don't, they just don't know. They don't know how to approach a woman face to face. It'd rather be a text. You know, this is a different world. They don't know how to do this. It, they would rather be 
a DM or like give you the hints through all of these different um, mediums as opposed to going to you face to face and saying, hey, Ryan. <laughs> Don't come to me. <laughs> Be better not. <laughs> but you know, like, I would like to get to know you. Like, that sounds, and then, yeah. and some people who perceive, like, that just sounds That sounds weak. so corny. You know, it sounds corny. Like, okay. there's, there's a lot of different things. I don't know. I have a lot to say all the time, so be careful when you ask me a question. I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't. No, I think I think you answered it and didn't answer it. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking for y'all. <laughs> I'm not looking for perfect answers because I just feel like these are things that people kind of need to chew on and ponder on. Yeah, people are seeking just some good, sound counsel, and I think you all definitely. Okay, let let, let me say this. <laughs> In order for you to be intentional about a thing, you have to know what it is. So if you're going to be intentional about what you want out of a relationship or marriage, you have to really know what it is and know, like, this is what I want. Yeah. Until they know that, other than that, it's going to be, a lot of times, it's going to be motivated maybe by lust, Mm -hmm. motivated by maybe something else that I've seen. But until you really know what it is, especially, like, under... Um, this is this won't violate my relationship with God until you understand this stuff. You you're just gonna be out here flipping. You know that's mm-hmm. my thought. Mm-hmm. That's good. Flipping, flippant. <laughs> oh, flippant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, lists. What do we think mm-hmm. about lists? What what is? Is it okay? Is it okay to make a list? I remember I was in middle school. Was I in high school or middle school? And they had us making this list, and I was putting all kinds of stupid stuff on there. In middle and, school, and I was oh, not at school at church. I, it was youth group, and I was in like oh, okay. school, and I was putting all kinds of dumb stuff. And then after a while, I was like, "This is stupid. Why would I? This is just dumb." But then as I got older, I was like, "Well, is it dumb?" But now I'm just like, "What mm-hmm. do y'all think?" What do y'all think? So I made a list. Well, say and did. I didn't. I was very, so the leadership that I was under at the time um, suggested that the young adult women make a list. And I stress adult because like Tone was saying earlier, when you're a teenager, your worldview is that of a teenager. So a lot of things you think you want and or need will change and evolve as you grow and mature, right? So I was probably in my early 20s when I made my list. And the instructions were to not just jot a bunch of stuff down, um, you know, haphazardly, but to be intentional with praying into what God has called you to do and um, what God desires for you in a spouse. So the way that I personally structured my list was I had non-negotiables. And then I had some bonuses. My non-negotiables were things where this is not up for debate. For instance, it's not up for debate for him to have a relationship with God. It's not up for debate for him to go to church regularly. It's not up for debate for me, for his parents to be saved and married. That was one of my non-negotiables. And I don't remember the rest of them. It was, I think, like 12 or 13. It was a nice size list. Um, but I was clear. Non-negotiables? 12 or 13 non-negotiables. And then maybe like five or six bonuses. I was very clear on what it was that I felt God was showing me that my life was supposed to look like. 
I had to keep in mind children, right? I didn't want to be faced with telling my sons in the future, oh, no, you need to go to church when their dad is at home mm-hmm. on Sundays, right? I knew that that wasn't a battle or a conversation that I wanted to have. So that became a non-negotiable for me. I knew that I was called to preach. So <clears throat> I needed a man who was okay with women preachers. It was just one guy um, I was friends with. And he told me, he was like, yeah, I don't believe in no female preachers. Oh, okay. Well, we can stop there. <laughs> Have a nice day. See. See you want to see you. So, yeah. I, I'm a I'm an advocate of the list. Because what it does is it gives you, in black and white, what it is that you're believing for, right? So then when you meet someone, you go to your list. Okay, do you line up with what I believe God gave me? Mm. Not just what I pulled out of a hat, not what I saw on social media, not what I saw on TV. What I believe God gave me about my spouse. Do you line up with that? Yes or no? Because when we meet someone, it's very easy to bend It's very easy to compromise. And it's very, very easy as women to be heavy on the he has potential. And there's nothing wrong with potential. Everybody has potential. No one has completely fulfilled all that they are meant to fulfill because, you know, we're still here. Um, But I think that we have to be careful when we are too heavy on the potential because, you know, we don't want, um, yeah, this is going to sound real harsh when I say it, and I don't mean it to sound as harsh, but it just is what it is. We don't want a bunch of projects, right? We don't want to try to grow people and make people into what we think they should be for us. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that you can't grow together and evolve and mature together, but you don't want to be trying to, you know, make a man. Oof. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting, um, and it's usually... I've I've seen women like oh oh yeah but you know he he did this so there's this potential but then it'd be like five six of that same thing because uh, they've poured their heart and soul into this person and unfortunately they never reached the potential in a in a reasonable amount of time so um I think the list is very good even though I did not have one I had one in my heart because I had just come out of a bad relationship. And I said, my non-negotiables were just there. Like, I, I can't, I can't deal with this. But I think the intentional thing, especially nowadays, um, it is is very good to have a list because it filters out a lot of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Especially when you really take into consideration, if you're one of those people who have dated a lot or been around that you know your weaknesses and those things that aren't going to help you. So your list needs to be very intentional about not highlighting those. Like if it's like, yo, she just got to look like, don't make that first on your priority yeah, yeah. because there's going to be a million quali- like people who qualify for this. No, no, you need to filter out something that interacts with who you are. So after my wife told me that and she told me, you know, I passed the test as far as, <laughs> you know, after the week or three weeks kind of thing. And she ain't had no bad dreams. You know, I won't kill her in the dream and that I fulfilled <laughs> this list. You know, I'm like, what? I, I, I made a list. I, I ain't know nothing about this list. Um, <laughs> I started to think different. I've heard people talk like that, but to me it was like, huh? back in the day, it was like, you know, so restrictive. Yes. You want you to be restrictions Absolutely. and boundaries. Absolutely. 
So the and you have to make sure it's not like, you know, they they need to have a part right in the middle of their head all the yeah, time. Like, it's like, yeah. are you serious? Like, and, and then that may reveal something about you. Mm-hmm. What are the things that you feel like you harp on so much that really don't matter in the big scheme of things? So when you're making a list, to be honest with you, I would make the list, those non-negotiables, that is really great. And notice those were things that had to do with the center of her worldview, the things in her life that were foundational. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't going to say, I want to marry an atheist. You see what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't mean atheists can be good people. I'm saying like that doesn't fit with her worldview. So when we go yeah. to raise kids, there's going to be crazy conflict. Yeah. So keep keep that in mind. Oh, when you have your list, I don't know if you did this, but what do you think about like sharing it with somebody very trustworthy mm-hmm. that can really help you look at it and pray over it with you? I did. It, it may revi- oh, really? I did. Yeah. Um, I shared my list with my best friends at the time. I mean, oh, they're, they're my best they're friends. They're great friends. And, um, you know, just to get some feedback, right? Like, do you think that this is too... Um, too too much do you think that i need to be um i need to go back and look at this and the other thing that i did was i allowed my list to be organic right it wasn't like okay this is it i'm cutting it off i'm not changing anything if it's on this paper it's staying on this paper forever <clears throat> um so you know i went back to it and this this isn't a thing this isn't a a, a manifesting a man from this paper and you know, no that's not what this is this isn't Voodoo, nothing, praying a man off of paper. No, that's not what, because I don't want people to be like, okay, I need to have this paper out in my prayer time and just put my hands. No, no. This is just something that you are writing the vision of what God gave you for your spouse. Okay, let's keep it biblical. Okay, write it down according to the scripture, not the other stuff. Okay, um, because it's it's not magic. Right. It's not manifestation. It's not any of those. It's not conjuring. It's a boundary. Here at the Candid Christian Podcast, we're more than friends. We're a family. So we want to hear from you. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer or a situation that you'd like me to talk about on an episode, feel free to email me anytime at Shania at gmail.com. That's Kamara, K-A-M. E-R-A Shania S-H-A-N-I-A at gmail.com.